Welcome to Empire Building, where we focus on how to have a massive business and at the same time, an even bigger life. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to find the people to match your culture of your organization, as well as how to keep them, the ones that you want. And then if you do find people that don't match your culture, what you do about it. I'm Sarah Reynolds. And I'm Wendy Papazan. I'm Seychelle Van Poole. So let's dig into culture. Let's dig into culture. Yeah, one of my favorite topics, guys. Yeah, super excited about today. Yes. And uh, for those of you that didn't tune into our last one on culture, definitely check it out. Today we're going to be an extension of that and really figure out how to, you know, really get good people in your organization that match who you are and who your yep. business is. So, mm-hmm. so last episode we talked about how to define it. So we've already defined our mission. We've yep. defined our values. So let's talk about how do we hire people that match our values and our mission and what what we're about. Yeah, because I think, honestly, it's the most important thing. Yes, yes your, your people are yep. your most important resource. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you, take a, you, know, you take a look at, you've got it defined, but then how do you get that on paper to then attract the right person? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because yeah. it's like, ethereally, we have the mission, the vision, and the values. Yeah. But then how do, you, how do you put that then into how then you attract that person to it? Yeah. That doesn't know you, right? They're not inside your organization yet. No, great question, Seychelle. For, for us, a big thing that we do is we have different ads depending on each of our values mm. that we're trying to attract. Not trying, we're attracting. Um, so for example, the first one is being a team player, right? We talked mm-hmm. about that last time. But the ad is all about the team. Mm. So it's a picture of the team. It talks about what the team's about. It talks about the different people on the team, the different roles that we have on our team, and then where they can fit into the team. Oh, so then if neat. someone responds to that ad, they clearly want to be part of mm. something bigger mm. than themselves. Mm-hmm. I love right? That which is a team player. And what what would that look like in an ad? You have an example? So first and foremost, the top has our team picture. Okay. So before it might have like one that's not on team player might right. have like just our logo or or our brand, which is uh, Debbie and I, my mom and I. Uh, but this one has the whole team picture. Mm. And ah. then it talks about having fun together yeah. and it has a bullet point. And I'm happy to share that in the yeah, um, show notes. The show yep. notes uh, so you guys can get an idea of that one. The other piece is for competition, mm, right? Yeah. And, and we had to really dig into how do you do an ad to attract someone that's competitive? That, yeah. That's competitive or wants to be part of it. And, you know, one of the things that uh, was interesting when we posted, like, join the number one team in the DC metro market, we didn't get that many results, right? Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't. What I realize is people actually like being part of making some yes making big. them a winning team. Mm. Yes. And so if they feel like they're already there, we notice that they go to to focus on teams that are not yet there because they want to help make those into the winning team that are mm-hmm. competition. So we looked at how to how to um the, f- the fastest person to respond to this ad gets a prize. Yes. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> yeah. We could develop it right now. Uh, but making sure that your ads are attracting the type of people that you want. Right. Another ad, it talks about come join a team that's all about community and it shows the worthy causes we're a part of in the uh, Fisher House Foundation race that we did together mm. and things like that to show to pool the people that are about community mm. and giving back. So having different ads for the exact same position, hmm. right? Like of an agent partner. That's but having really different ads that speak to different people depending on who you're trying to attract. Right. Something else we've done with that too is anytime we're having like a major team event, whether it's a client event, volunteering, 
like I know with Keller Williams, we have Red Day, right? Where we as a company give back. We have a videographer at every single one of those that does um, a, a wrap up or like a highlight reel of that that shows the culture in action in a video essence as well. Um, and it's done really well for us from a recruiting standpoint because you can physically see yes. what the people look like, what they're saying, mm. how the fun, the engagement, it creates a lot of energy around it. That's something that's easy to plug and play into something you're already doing. Yeah. Yep. I think that's great. So I think it really starts with having an idea, A, knowing what your culture is, yep. knowing, uh-huh. knowing your vision, knowing your values, and mm-hmm. really understanding your mission. So yep. without that, you, you're not going to attract the right people. Yep. Right. right. So that's yep. really where it starts. And then how are you communicating that to mm-hmm. prospective employees? Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. And there's lots of different ways of doing that. Social media is probably one. Yes. You know, I know for us, we post a lot on, uh, we post a lot about, our give back stuff because yes. that's one of our values is giving back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I, I post a lot personally, and then also on our professional page we talk a lot about right. that. And I know you do too, Seychelle, and I know you do too. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's a huge way of uh, getting people to understand what your culture is because everyone who's who's going to be coming into your organization is going to be Googling you, checking you out on Facebook, looking at Instagram, all those things, yep. and they're going to get a really clear idea of who you are by what you're saying about yourself to the world. And that's not something that's super natural for me on social media. And so like making sure we, I systematize that Mm -hmm. to, I have Mm -hmm. someone that helps handle that for me to make sure we're telling our story. Right. So where they can look at my social media platforms and say, okay, that's what Sarah's about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. She's Mm -hmm. about family. She's about giving back. She's about women leaders. She's about doing good business. Right. Mm -hmm. And like being a great wife. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And telling the story of what they see. And then you're going to attract a lot of times what you are, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but if you're not t- sharing the story, yeah. right? Well, yeah. And I actually had a, a one of our newest um, people that we hired, one of our newest agents. She just told me, she said, Wendy, you know, I was interviewing with several teams, several top teams. And she's like, at the end of the day, I chose you because of your, of your giving goals. Mm. Yeah. That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Made and me see, feel great. It makes you feel great. And then that's the one that most likely is going to be there long-term because they're matching they're what match. you're about, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's the hardest thing. Finding people that match what you're about and is really the hardest thing. If you can get that right, you can truly build an amazing empire if you can get this mm-hmm. one piece right that yeah. we're talking about. Well, and we believe that we can teach you anything you need to know in the real estate business. Yes. I can't teach you who to be as a human being. Yep. And so, um, you know... On you the- can to a certain extent. Uh, but not well, you fundamentally. Can, you can impact behavior. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know that I, I have a desire to you change who teach you people. are in your core. Yeah, you I can, can help I can teach you how to show think. up. Right. Yeah. I can teach you how to think I mean, how well, to show up, but I can't change your integrity. I can't right. change your morals. I can just change your yeah. core values. Your core values. Well, one of yours was human. servant servant, servant leadership yeah. and having a servant heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is teaching that is it's very difficult to do. Nearly impossible, right? You either you either yeah. care about other others more than yourself or you or don't. Or you don't. Yeah. And it, it when when everything's going great, like you were saying earlier, right? Like it's easy to love people when everything's hitting on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. And when it's not and there's stress and that lack of servant leadership is showing up or that servant right. heart is showing up and everybody else is pouring in and that one person is taking, it creates a real rub on the culture. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. so how do we, obviously we want to we want to project that image out there. Mm-hmm. And then when we get people in our pipeline to start, start talking to them about joining our team, how are we systematizing that culture so that we can figure out if they are a match or not? What are you guys doing? We put checkpoints in. 
during the process. And so um, oftentimes I'm the first line of interviewing or screening that occurs after somebody has sent in a resume and they put through a personality assessment. And then after that personality assessment, I do the first screening interview. And oh, immediately wow. so you after do the that, initial screening. I do do wow. the okay. initial wow. screening. And at some point that obviously is going to change. But right now when we're in rebuilding mode, I want to have hands mm-hmm. in that process right now. And so the second part of that for me then is they have to call an interview with two or three of our team members. But what does that screening look like? What kind of questions are you asking? Uh, is that just, is that more informal where you're just chit-chatting with them on the phone? It's, or? I mean, it's pretty structured. I have five or six questions. We okay. can even post it. In the show notes. In the show notes. And, you know, part of it really comes from the class here that Keller Williams teaches, right? Which mm-hmm. is career visioning. Right. We believe in systems and models and we believe that others have lived before us. And so they have a, a really wonderful proven model of yeah. how to hire and how to help people self-discover in the process mm-hmm. so that you're not selling and telling, but yeah. really you're asking questions to learn more about the other side. And so we we really utilize those questions. We utilize that system. Um, and we've put in, instead of a group interview further down the line, we have them proactively reach out to two or three of our team members and our team members in, like literally make them chase them. So you're, let me get this straight. So your prospective candidate, yep. you say, I say you Wendy, need to call these yeah. three people. Right. And, okay. And so what do you, what do you measure? So I would say, Wendy, it's been great meeting with you today. Before we can move you forward in the interviewing process to the next phase, um, I need you to reach out to two or three of these team members. Here's their cell phone numbers and here's who they are on the team. You know, here's mm-hmm. who they are on the team and their roles. And the reason why that's important, Wendy, is because we want to know how you're going to treat somebody from our sphere of influence that's a client. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to proactively reach out to them, follow up if they're not being super responsive and right. stay on top of them. Well, we know then that if I'm giving you my best friend from high school that's looking to buy a home, so even if you're someone, not going to do that. So even if, if even if you're hiring someone who's, it's not their job to do that? I want every single person okay. needs to be fast-paced and motivated. Okay, so that's great. Got I it. want, because even if it's, even yeah. if it's a marketing person, even if it's a, an a operations or administrative person, they still need to have great you're follow-up testing, and follow-through. Yeah. So I'm testing, I'm testing their speed mm-hmm. and at their that point. motivation. Great. I love that. At that point. I'm writing that down. And my, and my team yeah. slow plays them. And I tell them, yeah. they are going to slow play you, right? Yeah. And if you're not following up and following through two, yeah. three, four times. Oh, you're telling the, the candidate that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll be straight with you. I'm not. Yeah. There's no secrets to it. Right. But I'll say, if you're not following up and sticking to it, then... Yeah what's the point of moving to the next phase? Right. And it, it weeds out, I'm not even kidding, guys, it weeds out probably 50% of the oh, candidates sure. right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. No, so I, it's been very helpful because you're like, yeah. okay, well, that was easy then. For me, I had to remove myself mm-hmm. <laughs> because my team says that my superpower is that I can see so much of the good in people. Yes. And when they can get discouraged about people, like I'm always like, but they bring this, this, and this. Sure. To, in that, in all I can, all I focus on is the good in them. It's the mm. upside. Now that's great as like a team builder, as, Absolutely. you know. But as a leader. As a leader, right? It's not good in the hiring, right? Before they're <laughs> part of your organization. Yeah. Uh, so I removed myself. That's great. Um, and now I have someone that focuses on digging in mm-hmm. on the cultural questions to find out if they are a match mm-hmm. before they even get to, I mean, typically now I'm meeting them at onboarding, the mm-hmm. day of onboarding. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's up to the, the team to make sure that they fit in with what we do. I know, Wendy, you do a group interview similar we, to what we, we do as we well. We do group interview. Yep. It's one part of the career visioning process. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the group interview... I'm not there. Mm-hmm. And we're pretty far along at that point. I'm feeling pretty comfortable That's that this right. person is going to be a fit for our organization. And yet I let the team 
you know, pretty decide. much say yes or no. Yep. Yeah. If that's how it, yeah. I am too. And um, we make sure that they're a cultural fit by we by we actually ask them questions around each of our values. Mm-hmm. So our values are be bold, lead others, uh, live abundantly, give back and have fun and be authentic. <laughs> and we have a question around each value. So like the first question is... Um, is around our first value, which is be bold. And that's the, what's the bravest thing you've ever done outside of work? That's great. That's awesome. Do you ever make them put on the dinosaur suit Um, for the fun one? We... Like, what are... On a scale of one to 10. Here, I have a question for you. (laughs) On a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your likelihood of throwing this dinosaur costume on. I think that's a fantastic question. Yeah, I yeah. think you should add it. Yeah, I think interviews. you do. We have had people dance during, during oh, interviews before. Okay, so, so hired. I mean, yeah, 100%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I remember when you guys came and visited my office, I was like, so they're really fun. I told my team, they're really fun. They're going to be late. Because they're all having fun. And when it was true, yeah. <laughs> you guys were having so much fun together. Yeah. That's an awesome core value. I love that. So, okay. I know we got a little uh, sidetrack yeah. track there. But so you're doing the group interview. So asking questions in the group interview. Uh, well, so think, you're removing well, yourself and I'd too, love to, I'd love huge. to just go back because I know mm-hmm. we all have a very similar process for, for that mm-hmm. interview process. What I think is interesting is about all of our process is, is it's not a 30-minute interview. It's no, not yes. sitting down and, and, you know, asking someone a bunch of questions, you know, uh, just your typical interview questions. It's really, I think, what is it like? It's like a seven, a seven step, stage, yeah. seven oh, yeah. step yep. interview process. So you have the initial interview, mm-hmm. which is what you're talking about, right? Yep. And then we Phone have training. a yeah, and training. then we have a proprietary uh, personality personality assessment. assessment. Yes. It's not a right? test, but it's an assessment, assessment yeah. right? To understand which, behavior, which it takes yeah. them about 45 mm-hmm. minutes to do that, and it takes about 90 minutes to go through it. Mm-hmm. And then we do uh, what's called thought process questions. And the thought process questions are really, what we're trying to do there is we're trying to figure out how that person thinks. Yes. Which is really important. Mm -hmm. And I think most people don't ever think about that. Yeah. 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 It's like, how how are you thinking? How do you process information? Mm -hmm. How do you think about the world? Are you a big picture thinker? Um, What what matters to you? Do you have integrity? And I think the big key takeaway that I take away from that thought process interview is I'm really looking at what do you do under stress? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that is that is the number one thing I am looking yeah. for in that. So yeah. I can predict when yeah, you are in stress, what we do what's going to happen. What we yeah. do is incredibly stressful. Yeah, yeah. it is. Every single Top five stressful jobs. Yeah, in every single it position is. in our organization mm-hmm. has a good amount of stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then sure. you go through the thought process, right? Mm-hmm. And then from there, there's, I think we life all story. have life story. Yep. And then yep. you have and the motivation let's break that down interview. a little bit. Mm-hmm. What's the a life, life story? The life story. I love the life story. Oh, I love the life story. And I I talk to people sometimes and they skip it. And I'm like, the things you learn in yes. the life story, I mean, you start from their very first career and or college, uh-huh. right? Uh, you talk about the highs and the lows mm-hmm. of uh, that time of their life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hearing their highs and lows, you learn so much about them. Yeah. Well, they talk um, about what they learned from yes. them. Yeah. 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 Because you're also trying to learn how they think. Yes. yes. Right? Yes. Because everyone's, Everyone's going to have highs and lows. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's what you do with it that yeah. matters. That's right. Are you taking responsibility for it? Yeah. Are you a victim? Are you learning and failing mm-hmm. forward? Are you staying stagnant? Are you moving forward or taking 10 steps back? What yeah. are you yeah. doing? That's yeah. Well, the other for. thing that comes out a lot of times is like it, during that for me is when you're going over their life story, they many times will talk about people that have impacted them at mm-hmm. different yes. stages. 
Mm-hmm. And it's such a powerful thing because that we're also trying to find, are we the best leadership match for yes. them too? Yeah. Right now, I'm taking leaders through the career visioning process, possible leaders in our in our organization. And so when you're doing that, you're looking at, okay, are we, is my leadership style a good match for them? Mm-hmm. And they're going to talk about different people that they've had along the way during yeah. that time too. Yeah, you really Friendship. learn a lot about yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. And then after the life story, mm-hmm. we've got the, what's the motivational last? interview. Motivational yep. interview, mm-hmm. otherwise known as future self. Yes. Right? Yeah. Where do you want to be in three to five years? Yeah. And are we and a match we for that? Together? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're looking at um, not just where they want to be in terms of their career. Right. I mean, that's only one of the boxes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You want to, they get to add. They get to pick the boxes. Yeah. Yes. Career, money, job, and then finances. Yeah. You know, and yeah. on um, the life story, another thing that I love about that is you get to find out if their significant other or their spouse is on board. Mm. That I listen to really carefully during that period too, because yeah. I've seen the spouse submarine success in the role almost more than anything else. Yeah. Well, I've even heard some people before they will hire someone. I think I heard this from Dave Ramsey was mm-hmm. that they, Dave Ramsey, when he hires someone, he actually goes out to dinner and brings the spouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go out away from the work environment mm-hmm. because I think he said, you don't want to, you don't know if you're marrying crazy or not. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're doing that now with all of our expansion partners because they're such a big part of. Yes. The role is having the spouse buy in, right? Again, mm-hmm. especially in our industry, which exactly. is extremely stressful. Yeah. It can be long nights, things like that. Yeah. So after after that interview, there's actually... Mm-hmm. And this is when um, people involved in the process, candidates involved in the process are starting to feel like they might be interviewing for the CIA. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. had so many interviews. They just can't <laughs> believe what they're doing. Yep. And yet this is when you explain to them, hey, guess what? You know what? Our culture yeah. is so important. Yes. Mm-hmm. You would not believe how yes. important our culture is. Yeah. And we want to make sure that we have an amazing cultural fit both mm-hmm. ways. Well, we want you to be happy. True. Yep. And, and we yep. want the team to be happy. And reminding them of the vision. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've learned to remind them of the vision as we're moving forward to make sure that they understand what they still have buy-in along yeah, the way absolutely. too. Yeah. Well, and I, I always tell them the worst thing that we could possibly do to you is bring you into the organization and have you either A, not fit with the culture where it feels like a negative influence on you or B, it's a situation where it's causing like a rubber band, right? Like yeah. extreme stress for you because either the role or the culture isn't a fit and now we're wasting your time and energy and money-making opportunities elsewhere. Yeah. So we really slow play it in the upfront, which yeah. I know can be kind of crazy, but I promise you're going to thank us on the back end. So what's yeah. next after the motivational yeah. interview? After a motivational interview, what do we have? We have a group interview, yep. Yep. right? Interview. So that can be intense, yes. uh-huh. right? I yep. know uh, usually on our team, people come to the office. We have anywhere from five to 18 team members, sometimes wow. up to that. And and, yeah. and sometimes we'll have our expansion partners that are like zooming in. Yeah. Um, so it can be fairly intense. Yeah. yeah. And then we go around and we ask our culture questions and then really any other questions that kind of come up. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to uh, see how they are under pressure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because it's definitely yeah. a room that And is... usually if it's on the operations side, we probably would pare that down a little yeah. bit. Yeah. That would be even if 18 people is a little yeah. intense. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. but for sales... For sales, mm-hmm. it's perfect. High pressure. They need, yeah. to, mm-hmm. they need to thrive in that exactly. environment, right? And, and not skipping that is so important because I think we've all had situations where you're sitting in there and all of a sudden you realize maybe they've said one thing to one person and a different thing to somebody else and a different thing to somebody else. And if you're skipping that process, you all walk in thinking you're hiring somebody yes. else, mm-hmm. right? So true. Yep. Yep. So true. Yep. And then after that, you di- dig into references. References. Oh yes. my goodness. Yeah. They're not just regular references. No. Right. Yeah. You're this going... Is CIA. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're going three deep. What that means is that you're d- doing the reference check, right? Mm-hmm. But then you're also asking them for a name mm-hmm. of someone that they know has ha- interacted with them. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to call them as well. And right. so making sure you're really digging in to finding people that have yeah. uh, dealt with yeah. them and yeah. interacted with them. Yeah. Yeah, because like Gary says, uh, or like Gene Rivers, who's one of my favorite teachers of this class, is he just talks about you need to find someone who's actually lived with this person. Yes. Right? Not in their home, but in yes. the office. That's so good. Yes. Somebody who's lived with them day to day and knows not only the upside, yep, right, right? But what is the downside of this person? Yeah. And that's the point of that interview is even though... He, and I've had... I've gone all the way to references. Oh yeah, yeah. And said no. I've yep. gone yeah. all the way, all the way. And and the thing is about the that process is uh, that I forgot to mention is that anywhere along those lines, uh, at any one of those steps, you can have a hard no. Yep. And right? it even teaches you on how to have that hard no. Yeah, right? yes. which is exactly which is so important. Well, how do you so, do that? How do you, how, how to how have do you opt out? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what do you say? For me, you've spent yes. several hours with them. Several, at this point. Well, and they've spent several hours with you. Exactly, they've right? invested yeah. a lot of time. Exactly, yeah. yep. Um, and so we always make sure that we're focusing on them, and it's not about us in terms of like what we've done and and things yeah. like that, but making sure that we're focusing on them and honoring them for the time that they've spent, mm-hmm. but making sure that they know that we're wanting to set them up for success That's for right. something else. And in focusing on that, and at times I've even helped people. Yeah, yeah. Right? I was going to say and so. Like, that's if they're not, huge. Yeah, yeah, if they're not right for the role we're mm-hmm. hiring them in, or right for our team, mm-hmm. directing them to mm-hmm. where we think. Because at this point, we know a lot about them. Absolutely, yes. right. And so we can direct them to a different team, a different role, yes. a different business altogether, and and really help set them up. And I can't tell you how amazing it is when you get to be a part of that process for somebody else and helping them along their journey, whether it's with you or with somebody else. That's an amazing opportunity to get to be a yeah. part of. Yes. And like like we said um, on one of our panels, right? It has to be the right opportunity, the right person, and the right time. Yes. Yes. And it's so yes. apparent when you go through this process, if all three are aligning, or maybe one of those is out of sync. And to your point, Sarah, which is beautifully said, you can refer them to somebody else that they're going to be a great fit. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because there's no right or wrong culture. Yeah. No. Right? Yeah. It's like you don't pass or fail yeah. the cultural task. Right. Yeah. And so it's just figuring out the best, the best place for you, yes. right? Based on who you are mm-hmm. and your needs and what you want at this time. Mm-hmm. And what I found is, is that sometimes people deselect. Yes. yes. Because it's a process where f- for the most part, A, it bonds them to you yes. because they've never had anyone ask it, yeah, them no. about themselves yeah. for eight plus hours. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's never happened to them yeah. before. And so you can actually attract a quality candidate through mm-hmm. that process because they're very intrigued to keep going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so the process itself can be a way to hire a really talented person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's turn the conversation to really how, how do you systematize culture? Mm-hmm. And then also who are in most organizations who are sort of like the holders of the culture, right? Yes. I mean, ideally everyone, mm-hmm. right? Sure. But who are the ones that we focus on even more, the most in mm-hmm. our organizations on culture? Mm-hmm. Um, who do you, what departments do you focus on the most for culture? Well, I think yeah. for us, it's 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 really the operations side of the business. Yeah. You know, I love, I love my sales agents. Yes. And they're amazing and they make everything fun and interesting. And yes. they bring the business in. Yeah. And yet without our back end, without our operations, uh, we would be nothing. Yes. You know, the yep. operations for us is our mm-hmm. systems 
and the people that we've gotten those roles is really is really everything. I totally agree. Yeah. What's really great is that um, our administrative team really become our empire protectors, yes. right? Mm, yes. They uphold the promises that we make to our sales team. They uphold the promises we make to our clients and they really protect what that culture looks and feels like. Yes. Yeah. And, a, and a lot of them have that instinct sort of in them. Think about like almost like the mama bears, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Mentality. And so they're in the organization, but they want to protect the empire. Mm-hmm. So they're protecting on who comes in. So sometimes they can be the hardest people in oh, that group yeah. interview, mm-hmm. you know, right? Because they're trying, they're really protecting who comes in. Mm-hmm. But they're also the ones at the front lines with our agents when they're having a hard day. Hard and day. they're having some problems that come up yep. and reminding them, you know, like we're about gratitude and mm-hmm. aren't we thankful we have this client to serve mm-hmm. and and if if they go against your culture and your in your values of your organization, it's very difficult. I mean, that's if you look at the times that where we have failed, where we've brought someone in yeah. that doesn't match our values, when it's in a more operational administrative role, it has it has almost destroyed us. Yep. Yeah, right. And so making sure, I mean, we're even we're. We're careful with everyone we bring in, but we take extra time mm-hmm. We're the same with way. those that are mm-hmm. any anyone on our ops team. We're the same um, way. They're critical. Well, and I would guess I would I would ask you guys what are the things you're doing to systematize your culture? I, I think first we had to systemize fun. Okay. I know, mm-hmm. um, like I am a head down, go towards the goal, and when we hit it, I just am on to the next goal. Mm-hmm. And so, systemizing fun for us has been a big part of that. So. Um, like we've put in now where we are planning, you know, our entire year's worth of fun that we're going to have in there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, our um, administrative manager for birthday gifts, we do um, uh, when it's either your team anniversary or your birthday, she curates the gift for you. But on our uh, team anniversaries, we follow whatever the wedding theme would be for the mm-hmm. year. Oh, that's and fun. so it's neat because when you get to your 10 and it's diamonds or, you know, yeah, your five and gold or yeah. copper or yes. wood. And so it's a really neat thing because then they get to look forward to like, what's it going to, you know, is it an yes. appliance? Is it something fun? Um, and it, it's kind of helped us. In, is there an in, appliance anniversary? There is. Oh, yeah, there I didn't is. know that. I think it's four. <laughs> I'm not, um, oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So you get like a dishwasher? <laughs> that, or you're thinking about like an air, <laughs> an air fryer <laughs> or like an Instant yeah. Pot. Yeah. yeah. A blender. Yeah. It's yeah. like dishwasher with a damn pool property. <laughs> I love uh, it. I love for, it. For us, we do uh, the, morning, the morning huddle, which yeah. is huge. That's huge. Um, but giving back is a big part. And so systematizing giving back. So for us, we do a team run for Team Fisher House because that's one of the organizations we support as well as a radiothon for Children's National Hospital. But a lot of this comes down to scheduling, right? Mm, I yes. mean, what Seychelle said, yeah. what I'm saying, is it in the schedule? Um, making sure mm-hmm. that you're scheduling, scheduling, scheduling mm-hmm. each of your cultural pieces to make sure that you're systematizing mm-hmm. it as and you what go. Is, and I know we talked a little bit about your huddle before, but what does that look like? That's every day... Like, does a, How does long? a phone call go out? Everyone calls in. Yeah, so we use the company Uber Conference uh-huh. um, and it calls everyone's phone number at 9.15 every morning. Okay. And I'm a, I'm a young mom. Mm-hmm. And so it's later in the day after I get my kids off to school. Uh, and so what ends up happening is that uh, they call everyone's phone number and we celebrate our... We have a theme every day and then we celebrate. Um, I do a good news report because I realize that as we grow a lot happens in 24 hours right. and we don't yes. celebrate, right? Yeah. A team member might have gotten a five-star review. And, and if that's... Before, we used to be able to go through that once a week, mm-hmm. you know, but it was like two yeah. reviews, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're getting two or three a day and they can easily be hidden if we don't mm-hmm. talk about them. So we do our good news report. That, and your and, ops team reads this? Um, a lot of them I read. My ops team gives them to me. Okay. So it has everything prepared. 
And then I remind them of the vision for this year, which mm-hmm. uh, for us is to help 1,250 families. And so we go, okay, how many families did we get closer to serving okay. yesterday? Okay. Love that. And then I shout out the agents that got us closer. Um, and then I ask who's working on a listing agreement, buyer agreement, or a contract. Um, and so that gives the agents an opportunity to shout out, you know, what they have going on. Mm-hmm. And then I always end on some type of motivational, inspirational mm-hmm. note. Um, and a lot of times it's like gratitude focused or, or to be honest, I'm very transparent about what I'm mm-hmm. struggling yeah. with or focusing on. You know, yeah. they all know about my health journey this year yeah. um, and how that's going because I've focus on that. And then I tie it into um, to what our team's about. Mm. Um, but that morning huddle, we we really struggled with sort of uh, systematizing culture before I that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially with people in different locations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that. everyone feels like they're part of the team. We start the day off all together. Yeah. I love that. Um, and then we go out and make things happen. I love that. I, I love that. Those of you listening who can't see this, but Seychelle and I are like frantically taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, also my, I'll also post my uh, <laughs> schedule in the show notes. Yeah. Not for my co-hosts, but for you yeah. guys, the listeners, I'll post in the show notes. <laughs> the, the other part of that that we've added, so I love how the structures um, that we probably are going to be switching up some of ours from Monday through Thursday. And Wendy, one of your words um, or values was uh, vulnerability, mm-hmm. right? And authenticity. Authentic. Yeah. And uh, so we do Fail Forward Friday Yes, on Friday. And it is, what is something that you are in active failure on this week that you're going to work on to not be an active failure for the next week? And it can be personal, it can be work, but we we have an expectation that if you're growing, you're going to be failing somewhere. And it really has taken the edge off of, I feel like I have to look good and be right all the time. And has allowed people to to be more vulnerable and authentic with where they are. I love that. That's awesome. That's great. But Well, really, I think we're going to wrap up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Today was an awesome uh, session on how to hire people that match your culture, how to keep them, how to systematize them. Mm -hmm. And we really hope you enjoyed today's uh, show and enjoy uh, come back another time and listen to the next one. Thanks for listening to Empire Building. If you like what you heard, join our tribe by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform and help us spread the word by leaving a five-star rating and review. Until next time, wishing you a life worth living. And remember, you are an empire builder.